Welcome to Empower to Grow, the podcast. I'm your host, Hanan Al-Basha, the business doctor. Following our conversations with empowered women who woke up one day and consciously claimed, I am more than enough. I am worthy. I am empowered to grow. And along their empowering journey towards realizing their own potential and their quest for growth, they became a beacon of hope and guidance for others. May you also find your inner power to grow. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Empowered to Grow. This is your host, Hanan Urbash. I have my lovely friend today, Katie Mapundera. <laughs> Hi, Katie. Hello. Glad to be here. <laughs> Thank you. Katie is um, the founder and uh, principal consultant of QLND, which specializes in leadership development and innovation. And we met because we're working on a secret project together that's going to be public very soon. <laughs> and uh, we just our relationship just unfolded and we realized that we've got uh, so much in common when it comes to the theme of being empowered to grow. Yes, so true, <laughs> so true. So Katie, I, I always start with this question. What does empowered to grow mean to you? Like, how did this phrase resonate with you? Mm. Well, it's so interesting. Um this word empowered has has been increasing in momentum in my life over the last couple of years. Um, I think first when I discovered my purpose, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a person who believes in the, the concept that we all have something, some major thing to contribute through who we are. Um, and I spent many years searching for what that was for me and um, the third time I listened to Stephen Covey's uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, I realized that my purpose was to listen. Mm -hmm. And I'll admit I was a little disappointed when I realized that because I thought, <laughs> well, listen, I guess I'll do that in between real stuff. Um, and at the time, I was, uh, I was consulting for this Fortune 500 company and, and uh, you know, my, my then boss uh, expressed an interest in sort of developing himself uh, and he connected, he asked me to connect him to um, some training related to becoming more of, of an executive trainer mm -hmm. and I kept on stumbling upon this organization called Empower World. Uh, yes. which ended up being the coach training program that I went through. So there's that word, empower. Mm -hmm. And the second day of our coach training, uh, the, the empower facilitators shared that the essence of coaching is listening. And I got chills when I heard that because I thought, wow, this, I guess this listening thing can actually be something. Um, so through Empowered World, I was empowered to, to take something that just came so innately and something that I thought was just sort of nothing um, and have it be my way of making my contribution um, and my way of empowering other people uh, by holding space for them. So, yeah, so empowered to grow, coming back to your question. Um I think what it means to me is about, uh, yeah, connecting to our own innate wisdom and connecting to, um, 
yeah, connecting to, to, to the strengths we already have, the resources we already have within ourselves. That's true. And, and now that led you to being a certified life and executive coach. So I guess listening is <laughs> innately, as you said, it's inherently within you. So coming from that place, from empowering yourself to grow, and I, I love your story, uh, you're Zimbabwean uh, American as well, and you empowered yourself to grow like years ago. So being empowered to grow and now also having the, the tools and the channels to empower others. Um, share a bit more about your story, Katie. Sure, absolutely. Well, and it's so interesting. I mean, thank you for that acknowledgement that I, I became empowered to grow a long time ago. And at the same time, I'm really grateful for platforms like this one, your, your podcast, because it's a reminder Um I, I need to be reminded sometimes. I think we all need to be reminded yes. that we are empowered to grow. Um, and, and I'm grateful at the same time that I did have that awareness early on. I was lucky to have people instill in me this idea of a growth mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I guess part of what I wanted to share today was just the value of that in, in keeping the door open for ourselves to continue to evolve when we find that we've underperformed, when we find that we've been less than what we would like to call ourselves. Um, and for me, that, that story has been particularly resonant in my leadership journey. Um, so part of what has drawn me to wanting to teach leadership is because I learned leadership through the School of Hard Knocks. Um, I actually didn't go to a fancy MBA program. I mean, don't get me wrong. Who knows? Maybe it will happen in the future. And, and I had take nothing away from those. Um, but I, I, um, I had my very first leadership opportunity at the age of 27. And I'm not embarrassed to admit I was a terrible leader. I didn't know it at the time, um, <laughs> but I was really not a good leader at all. And one of the clues that I was not a, a good leader was that on the very last day of my time in that job, uh, having had over 200 people under my responsibility, only one person wanted to come to my farewell lunch. Ouch. but it's it's also I I think it really depends again you you said it there's the growth mindset it's how you embrace it and then how you want to work with it because if you take it as this is a fact you would have been stuck there but you decided I'm guessing Mm. that's what's coming the story to come is you took it as a platform to to work on yourself as a leader Absolutely. It was, it was uh, life holding the mirror up to my face and saying, look, you know, you have, you didn't do this very well. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's some things you need to learn. Um, And I knew that I wanted to lead. um, And so I spent the next seven years um, studying systematically. I was reading and I was practicing and I don't pretend that my leadership journey has ended by no means I don't think it it ends ever Um, Mm -hmm. but what I did with that is I started to read I started to read uh, books like Primal Leadership um, 
uh, by Daniel Goleman. Um, I started to take courses on leadership. You know, I took some Coursera courses. Um, I read um, uh, books by John C. Maxwell, uh, just, you know, systematically reading as much as I could and practicing what I was learning, you know, so it's not enough to read it, you know, a person has to literally go out there and scuff their knees um, uh, as one of my, my, uh, one of my, my mentors likes to say, you know, you need to get out there, scuff your knees and try and through trial and error and, you know, I, I learned a lot about what leadership was and what it wasn't. Uh, I thought that leadership was being the knower. I thought leadership was being the person with the solutions. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's certainly nothing wrong with those things in leadership. They can, they can be helpful. Um, but what I didn't understand was that leadership was about um, bringing everybody along and holding space for everybody to make their contribution and being able to create cohesiveness um, that creates forward motion. I didn't understand that. Um, And um, yeah, uh, yeah, I invested a lot in just practicing and learning and trial and error and was very proud. I had a very full circle moment in a recent role that I was, I filled. Um, when I left that role on the last day of that job, my team surprised me. Uh, they hosted a party and they invited the entire company and everybody except for one person came. Um, and, and yeah, they, they, they bade me, farewell they noticed that I loved to wear scarves and they bought me a farewell scarf they noticed that I liked little teardrop earrings like the ones I'm wearing now they bought me these beautiful teardrop earrings and not that that not that that celebration is any indication of my leadership per se but it just was very symbolic given the journey that I had walked (laughs) which which is a beautiful thing I mean as you said it's just it reminds you, I think we need always reminders that we're progressing. And I think that is the, 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 the secret here. It's not about perfection and it never ends. You never, there isn't really um, like a, a flag at the end of this journey. It's just mm-hmm. about the progress and everything you are doing along the way. It's true. It's true. Yes. Yes. And I mean, I guess getting into, you know, sort of, what that final role represented for me, it represented me having brought together everything I had learned and everything I had practiced and pouring it into how I led that particular team um, and getting to see the sense of cohesiveness and progress um, and blossoming of people uh, because as a leader, I understood that it was my job to hold space It was my job to understand what their values and what their talents were and to support them and seeing how those things align with with the the work we're doing together and the vision that we're all part of. So, yeah, yeah, no, I think you said it really poignantly that um, it was just a marker, really, of progress. That's true. Okay, so from from speaking of markers and from where you stand here right now in this moment in time, what advice would you go back and impart on your 19-year-old self? 
Hmm. Hmm, well, my 19-year-old self was in North Carolina at university, um, wondering why she didn't have a boyfriend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and really um, having been offered an opportunity to get a PhD in linguistics, but being told by family or asked by family, well, what are you going to do with that? How are you going to make any money? Um, you know, funny thing, I would tell her to just trust her journey. I would tell her to trust her journey. Um, I mean, there were there have been times when I've regretted not pursuing that PhD route because mm -hmm. uh, I had a professor explain to me that, you know, she had been contacted by an institution that really wanted to try and diversify uh, the profile of people who were coming through PhD programs. And she had, you know, anybody who she hadn't picked would be fast-tracked into the program. And I talked to my family and they said, well, no, like, what are you going to do with linguistics? In hindsight, I'm like, oh, my goodness, a free ride to just go into a PhD from, you know, sophomore year. Um or junior year. Um, but, you know, when I look back, it's all perfect. Um, you know, I did have my, my moment of blaming my family uh, for that. We all do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, you know, funny thing, wisdom from my father that I often quote is he says, you know, when you look back at your career, you will be amazed at how all of the pieces of the puzzle actually fit together so perfectly. Yeah. And that is so true for me. That is so true for me. If, if things hadn't unfolded the way that they did, I wouldn't be in this moment that I'm grateful for. I mean, it's a challenging moment. It's a, it's a, it's a demanding moment, but I'm grateful because as I look at the things I wanted, the things I wrote on my list, sometimes I would make these lists of things that I wanted in life. I've surpassed so many of them and I wouldn't have if I, if I had done things any differently. I mean, I think maybe if, if, if I could have just been able to have a bit more peace inside myself as I went through all of it. But I think it was all perfect. I think it was all as it, as it should have been my messy career. You know, I was, I came up at a time and in a place where it was not favorable to move, not considered to be wise to, to jump jobs a lot. And in the beginning of my career, I changed, I changed a lot. You know, I got into something and I would have this feeling inside myself, like, oh my goodness, I, I got to get out of here. And I would yep. get out of there and do something else. Um, but in hindsight, it was perfect because I think I'm, I'm doing the work I have now because I do have a very eclectic skill set. I've been in a, a lot of different situations, a lot of different people, um, having to develop a lot of different skills. And that's exactly what I need and what I do now. So I guess the short answer to your question, what I would tell my 19-year-old self is, yeah, just trust, trust your journey and allow yourself to, to have a little more peace inside you as you go through this. I love that. Okay, so now the other end of the spectrum, your 90-year-old self, what would you like her to thank you for today? Mm. I would want her to thank me for remembering 
all the time that the most important thing was really to love people, was really how much love did I give mm-hmm. each moment. Short and to the point. I love it. <laughs> yes. Okay. You're on a stage and you're talking to tens of thousands of women. And the talk is about being empowered to grow. What would be that last message you leave them with? Mm. I think it would be to really trust yourself. Mm-hmm. Trust yourself. A lot of the time when we're stressed or when we're tripping ourselves up, it's because we're not trusting ourselves. So it would be to trust, learn to trust yourself, learn to really hear yourself, first of all, so that you're trust, you're really trusting yourself and then trust yourself. Yeah, and I agree. I think there's, I know I keep reminding myself frequently to trust myself. And there are times that I think I did, uh, I did a live about that after the summer saying that I had to like kind of take out time out and kind of sit in, in reflective mode over the summer to kind of see where I am and where I want to go. And I realized there was a part that I kept losing trust in myself. I kept feeling like I lost trust in myself. And that's why I would have this this ambition and this vision, everything. And then I kind of feel that and I block myself. So I think that is very in tune with what you're saying is trust yourself. Like you've got it within you. And that's my message I keep saying over and over again is like, we've got so much power within us to be able to empower ourselves, And from that position and from that place and from that space, you can empower, you can be that center of the ripple impact effect of empowering others just by mm. being you, just by trusting you. Mm. Oh, yes. That's so beautifully said. And thank you for sharing, you know, your own journey with, with that. And I think, I think sometimes we assume that because we've trusted ourselves, everything is going to go the way that we expect that it would yeah. go. Um, sometimes in the course of trusting ourselves, we mess up. And that messing up is actually perfect. Yeah. And I think that is that is also a part of the trusting yourself is to trust that, look, if I try this thing and it goes horribly, maybe that was what was supposed yeah. to happen. That is exactly <laughs> why, how it was supposed to unfold. Mm, mm, exactly. Exactly. Yes. Well, Katie, it was beautiful. It was insightful. So thank you for this and thank you for sharing your your knowledge, your wisdom and your energy. Where would um, our viewers and listeners connect with you in virtual space? <laughs> our viewers and listeners can connect with me on in virtual space by searching my name in LinkedIn. Um, that's probably the best place to find me, Katie Mopandera. Okay. And I'll make sure that we, we put the links anyway. So, and we have the links to your website and everything so that they will be there in the show notes. Awesome. Thank you, my friend. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having this conversation with me and thank you for shining your light um, and helping us to remember uh, that we are empowered to grow. We are indeed. Thank you. Well, thank you everyone for joining us. Um, I think Katie just said, we, we need to, to remind ourselves um, 
we need that nudge. We need that gentle poke, just that we are empowered to grow. We're empowered within ourselves. We just sometimes have to dig a bit deeper, dust off some, some, uh, some of our uh, memorabilia inside of reminding <laughs> us of the situations and the setbacks and, and the challenges that we had to overcome to get to today. And today could be a beautiful place and tomorrow is more amazing. So uh, keep getting, um, keep getting up, keep shining and uh, keep being empowered to grow. As always, I wish you love, abundance and prosperity and I'll see you next time. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Empowered to Grow podcast. For further engagement with a tribe of empowered women, join my Facebook group, Empowered to Grow, or visit my website, www.hananelbasha.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, know that empowered you empowers others. Love, abundance, and prosperity to you all.